Lights on life's problem. Possibilities of love. Question. Anatole friend says, One can do no wrong when one really loves. But sensual passion is made up of hatred, egoism, and wrath as much as love. But is not love itself as it exists between human beings mostly egoistic in character? Yes. The human feeling of love is always either based on or strongly mixed with ego. That is why it cannot be pure. It is said in the Upanishads, One does not love the wife for the sake of the wife, but for one's self's sake one loves the wife. There is usually a hope of return, of benefit or advantage of some kind, or of certain pleasures and gratifications, mental, vital, or physical, that the loved can give. Remove these things and the love very soon sinks, diminishes or turns into anger, reproach, indifference, or even hatred. The vital element in human love is especially dominated by ego and desire. It is full of craving and demand. Its continuances depends upon the satisfaction of its demands. If it does not get what it craves or even imagines that it is not being treated as it deserves, for it is full of imaginations, misunderstandings, jealousy, misinterpretations, it at once turns to sorrow, wounded feeling, anger, all kind of disorder, finally cessation and departure. A love of this kind is only a source of suffering, trouble, disappointment, disillusion, and disunion, and in its very nature, unreliable. Question. Is human love always of this kind? Can it not only take a purer and nobler form? Answer. Human love is usually a mixture of ignorance, attachment, passion, and desire. But it can take an unselfish, noble, and purer form and expression if it is touched by the psyche. There is in the highest or the deepest kind of love that the psychic element which comes from the inmost heart and soul. It is a kind of inner union or self-giving or at least a seeking of that, a tie or an urge independent of other conditions or elements. Exist for its own sake and not for any mental, vital or physical pleasure satisfaction, interest, or habit. But usually the psychic element in human love, even when present, is not left pure. It is so much mixed, overloaded, and hidden under the other elements that it gets little chance of fulfillment itself or achieving its own natural purity and fulfillment. What is called love is therefore more times one thing, sometimes another most often a confused mixture.
Question. The psychic love may be purer than the vital love, but does it not lack the flaming intensity and the warm glow of vital love, which is so powerful, attract the human heart? Answer. It is a mistake to think that the vital alone has the warmth and the psychic is something frigid without any flame in it. Psychic love has a warm and a flame and intense and more intense than the vital. Only it is pure fire, not dependent on the satisfaction of ego desire or on the eating of the fuel it embraces. It is white flame, not a red one. But a white heat is not inferior to the red variety in its ardor. It is true that the psychic love does not usually get its fully play in human relations and human nature. It finds the fullness of its fire and ecstasy more easily when it is lifted towards the divine. In human relation, the psychic love gets mixed up with other elements which seek at once to use it and overshadow it. It gets an outlet for its own full intensity only at rare moments. Otherwise, it comes in only as an element, but even so, it contributes all the higher things in love, fundamentally vital, or the finer sweetness, tenderness, fidelity, self-giving, self-sacrifice, reaching of the soul to soul, idealizing sublimation that lifts up human love beyond itself come from the psychic. It is if it could dominate and govern and transmute the other elements, mental, vital, physical, of human love. The love could be on earth more reflection or preparation of real thing, an integral union of the soul and its instrument in a dual life. But even some imperfect appearance of that is rare. Question. In the vital love itself, are there no elements akin to the psychic love? It is all made up of ego and craving. Answer. There are in the vital itself two kinds of love. One full of joy and confidence and abandonment, generous, unbargaining, ungrudging, and very absolute in its dedication, and this is akin to the psychic love. But there is another way of vital love, which is usually way of human nature, which is made up of ego and desire, and which is mostly a cause of trouble and suffering. It neither satisfies nor lasts. Question. Why is human vital love so evanescent? Evanescent. Okay, again. Why is human vital love so evanescent? Answer. It is because it is passion when nature has thrown in it order to serve a temporary purpose. It is good enough, therefore, for a temporary purpose, and its normal tendency is to wane when it has sufficiently served nature's purpose. In mankind, as man is more complex being, she calls in the aid of imagination and idealism to help her push 
gives a sense of ardor, of beauty, and fire and glory, but all that wanes after a time. It cannot last because it is all a borrowed light and power. Borrowed in the sense of being a reflection caught from something beyond and not native to the reflecting vital medium, which imagination uses for the purpose. Moreover, nothing lasts in the mind and vital. All is a flux there. One thing that endures is the soul, the spirit. Therefore, love can last or satisfy only if it bases itself on the soul and its spirit, if it has its roots there. But that means living no longer in the vital, but in the soul and the spirit. Question. How can vital love get liberation from its usual insufficiencies and achieve the fulfillment of its secret urge? <clears throat> Answer. Like the mind and the physical, the vital is properly an instrument for the soul and spirit. When it works for itself, it produces ignorant and imperfect results. But if it can be made into a conscious instrument of the psychic and the spirit, then it gets its own divine fulfillment. That is the idea contained in what is called transformation in yoga. Question. According to McTaggart, love is authentic and justifies itself completely when its causes be great or trivial. How far is this true of human relationships of love? Answer. What McTaggart said is not often true in human practice. For there, the destiny of love and its justification depend very much as a rule, though not always, on the nature of the cause or object. For if the object is of love is trivial in the sense of its being an inadequate instrument for the dynamic realization of the sense of oneness, which McTaggart says is the essence of love, then love is likely to be bulked of its fulfillment, unless, of course, it is satisfied with existing but spending itself in its own fulfillment again, unless, of course, it is satisfied with existing, with spending itself in its own fundamental way on the loved without expecting any return for its self-expenditure, any mutual unification. Still, of love is its essence, the statement may be true. Question. What is the nature of love and its essence and origin? Answer. Love at its origin is a self-existence force, an absolute, a transcendental, which does not depend upon the objects. It depends only on itself or only on the divine. For it is self-existent power of the divine. It is 
if it were not self-existent, it would hardly be independent of the nature or reaction of its objects. It is partly what is meant when we speak of transcendental love. Though this is only one aspect of transcendence, the self-existence existent transcendent love spreading itself overall, turning everywhere to contain, embrace, unite, help, appraise towards love and bliss and oneness, becomes cosmic divine love, intensely fixing itself on one or other to find itself. To achieve a dynamic unification or to reach there towards the union of the soul with the divine. It becomes the individual divine love. But there are unhappily in its diminutious in the human mind, human vital, human physical. There the divine essence of love easily becomes mixed with counterfeits deemed, concealed, or lost in the twisted moments born of division and ignorance.